This podcast is brought to you by Glitterati Communications. Learn more about Glitterati at BeGlitterati.com. What's up? My name is Dwayne Jones. I'm an artist and a designer and the founder of a lifestyle brand called Art Pays Me. And this is the Art Pays Me podcast. I love talking to creative people about their business, their successes, their challenges, and how they make the world a better place with their work. Let's get into it. Welcome to a special series of Art Pays Me interviews with the winners of the 2022 Creative Nova Scotia Awards. These awards are presented by Arts Nova Scotia and the Creative Nova Scotia Leadership Council. They are presented annually to celebrate excellence in artistic achievement, notably the Portia White Prize. Winners of the Prix Grand Prix, the Established Artist, Emerging Artist, Indigenous Artist Recognition, and Black Artist Recognition Awards, as well as the Creative Community Impact Award are also honored. Collectively, the awards are worth $75,000. Visit artsns.ca for information on how you can nominate a Nova Scotia-based artist or apply for awards and grants for yourself. These episodes were co-produced by Heist and Kiki Beats. Let's get into my chat with Ash Young, the Executive Director of the Inverness County Center for the Arts, to get a sense of why they are the recipient of the Creative Community Impact Award. First things first, (laughs) who are you? Uh, what are your pronouns and uh, where are you based? I'm Ash Young, uh, pronouns are he and him. I'm here in Inverness at the Inverness County Center for the Arts and I'm the executive director. Okay, so what exactly is the Inverness uh, County Center for the Arts? Um, the Inverness County Center for the Arts is uh, basically uh, it's a community hub here in Inverness uh, that promotes all arts. Um, from visual arts, performing arts, um, and arts-related workshops and educational classes. Um, and yeah, and then we provide other services in the community as there's regularly like Tai Chi meditation classes, um, things like that happening here. Mm-hmm. How long has the ICCA been around? The ICCA has been around um, since 1984 as the Inverness County Council for the Arts um, they had the building built here and open in 2003. Mm-hmm. So was it like at the time, I, I, assuming you weren't here, yeah. uh, but there would have been a, some kind of a need in the community or some kind of a, people saying we need something else? Yeah I think so. I think at the time, um, the time I, this isn't the exact number but when they put this out to the community um, for support. Um, it was like 99, 95% support. It might be 96 point something, but yeah. I don't know the number off the top of my head, but people in the community were very much in favor of the art center being built. Right. So um, how would you say that like living and creating in Nova Scotia uh, impacts the work that you're doing here at the center? Well, I really feel like uh, ICA here is like an anomaly in Cape Breton. Um, no one really provides the service that we do, and I feel like 
we are the, the arts destination in Cape Breton for tourism uh, when people are coming here and for when people are looking at just for things to do in the arts. Uh, we always have a, a decent program going. Mm -hmm. um, and when you think of like the impact that ICA has, uh, is there a particular success that you're really proud of? Um, I think over the past year we had we had, or the past couple of years through the pandemic, which was a trying time, I think we really stepped up and shined in the community um, to turning the art center from being seasonal, uh, operating year round during the pandemic. Um, we paid in 2021, we paid over $70,000 out to artists. Um, we, uh, we created the Sunset series, which is an outdoor performance spirit series. So we kind of created an outdoor concert venue for ourselves, um, as well as like putting in things in place, like paying artist fees, which was, wasn't done in the past uh, as much. Um, it's, it was like project-based, but now it's like mandatory that we pay artist fees, even if it would be difficult on our budget, we just figure out a way to do it. Uh, that's, that's really cool. It, uh, one thing that I really I appreciate about this space is it's, it's beautiful, but it's also it's so multidisciplinary. Uh, how much has that impacted sort of how this place has been received? Um, I think that's a, it's been a very positive impact. As like we're sitting here in the studio space um, where people can come and create. And then in the, it, out there we have our performance hall, um, have a multiple, multitude of different events from like singer-songwriter nights to stand-up comedy to different artist talks to film screenings and talks. Um, and then we obviously have our uh, gallery space, which is one one component, we have a cabinet gallery for smaller exhibitions and we have our gift shop where um, a lot of local artists can sell their work. Right, so, and I actually, we just did a little bit of a tour beforehand and I saw that you have this June Leaf exhibition going Yeah. On. And I, this is an artist who's new to me and I just, I'm a big fan, I'm automatically just being exposed. So, but I understand that June Leaf lives here part of the year, is that the case? Yeah, she does, yeah. Um, that exhibition, uh, we're, it's an honor for us to have it. It's very special to us, um, to ICA. It was uh, curated by Emily Flenke, who uh, runs the Blue Building in, uh, in Maynard there in Halifax. And um, she's actually a part-time resident in this community as well. Oh. Um, so yeah, it, it does show that and it reflects how, um, I think it reflects how the how the arts have really been ingrained in the culture of the Inverness County, mm -hmm. um, more so than a lot of people even know. Yeah, that's, the, so with someone who's established in that way, is that uh, the intention to sort of bring more artists in, even maybe if some who aren't necessarily based here? Yes, exactly. I think, uh, I, don't, I don't know, well, the intention was for us to do her show and present it to to present it to the community and its visitors. Um, I think that um, it will gain more recognition showing that we can, we're presenting shows on uh, 
someone like June leave. We won't, we don't do those all the time, but mm -hmm. I think if there's interest out there, it just, uh, it adds um, more recognition to ICA for all. For sure, sure. Uh, so um, if you could give me a glimpse into what you surround yourself with, like what was the average day like at ICA? <laughs> well, the average day, um, basically um, come in, we're open at noon to five every day for, from Tuesday to Sunday. Um, so we usually just come in, we figure out our game plan for the day. Um, there's obviously a lot of planning that we're always doing. Um, we have different committees on our board that we, um, that we work with. There's a programming committee, a facility committee, an executive committee, and like a communications and outreach committee. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so what does getting this award mean to you? I mean, this was, uh, this is very special for ICA um, and for just to, you know, like, for myself, um, staff, board of directors, um, just to be recognized because we we felt like we were doing good work, but you know we're here in rural Nova Scotia, and and it's really nice to show that we can uh, be on the same level playing field with everybody else. It yep. really means a lot. Great. Do you have any uh, short term or long term goals that you want to share? Um, I think that we're going to, we want to expand a lot on the, what we have here because we see a lot of even more potential. Mm -hmm. um, we want to like up the level of our um, outdoor presentations. Um, we want to get a, a new stage is one thing project that we're trying to get off the ground now. Um, so we can have professional presentation with the, so you're flying your PA and rigging your lights and um, not just uh, doing the best we can with what we have, like mm -hmm. trying to do, do it right. Um, we're, we're looking at a like, multitude of other programs that we can, we can run all the, like run through the year. Um, just as, like I said, to build on the foundation of like the arts education part for the youth to come in here and have a space to learn, um, a safe space for everyone to come in and learn really, but we really want to focus on that part of it because we do know that that's missing from the education system here. Mm -hmm. So if we can play a role in, in keeping that up, it would be, be great for us. Um, I do think um, we've been trying to work the best way we could through the pandemic. And I think that we've, uh, we've shown that we've done a lot of positive work and things are heading in a positive direction for us. So I do think the goals that we want to accomplish will be able, we'll be able to do them because they'll be achievable because most things that we've set out to do here since um, I've been here and working with a great board, um, everything's been achieved. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're, feel, we're feeling like we're in a good place. Right. How, like in terms of that, you mentioned uh, the COVID situation. So. Did you end up coming up with a bunch of, say, online programs and things like that? No, actually, I didn't. Um, I really wanted to keep focusing on the the in-person okay. side of things and working within any of the health mandates that we had. Okay. So if we had to do concerts with a limited room of 40 people, we would do it. And okay. if we, and most of the times when you speak to artists and whoever, they would 
they'd be understanding of the situation. Mm -hmm. Like this is the most that we can do and this is the most that we can offer. So right. let's let's do it. Or if we did the outdoor series that I think in the uh, 2021 when we did it, we were only allowed to have 250 people. And so we would just approach an artist and say like, this is what we have. This is the best budget we can come up with. Will you accept it? And, and they did. And okay. it was, uh, and ended up being like successful for us and um yeah we just kept moving forward that way nice nice so final question uh can i live here yes <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to this special episode of art pays me just a little reminder visit artsns.ca to nominate a nova scotia based artist and make sure you apply for a little something something for yourself. And another shout out to the wonderful people at Heist and Kiki Beats for making these interviews possible. Thank you for listening to Art Pays Me. Thank you to Langy Beats for the theme music. You can find more of his music on YouTube. If you got anything out of this, please rate, review, or leave a comment on whatever platform you're listening. You can find out more about Art Pays Me at artpaysme.com or you can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Clubhouse. I'm at Art Pays Me on all of those platforms. With that, we're out. Peace. <laughs>